Welcome to the Meb Faber Show, where the focus is on helping you grow and preserve your wealth. Join us as we discuss the craft of investing and uncover new and profitable ideas, all to help you grow wealthier and wiser. Better investing starts here. Meb Faber is the co-founder and chief investment officer at Cambria Investment Management. Due to industry regulations, he will not discuss any of Cambria's funds on this podcast. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Cambria Investment Management or its affiliates. For more information, visit cambriainvestments.com. Today's episode is titled, Shareholder Yield, Does It Work Within Sectors and Industries? Let's begin. I was chatting with a friend the other day and asked him why the gold stocks have gone nowhere for about 15 years despite gold performing okay. I think my phrasing was, why are gold stocks such a dumpster fire? He remarked that many gold companies are huge cash incinerators, and you really want to own the companies with producing minds, where the CEOs are thoughtful with capital allocation, and treat shareholders kindly. Sort of reminds me of when Mark Twain supposedly said, quote, a gold mine is a hole in the ground owned by a liar, end of quote. So to which I responded, well, I know a certain investment philosophy that likes to invest in companies that ooze cash flow, where management returns cash to shareholders and are not serial diluters. Shareholder yield. I wonder if the strategy works to screen for miners too. That simple conversation set my mind down the wandering path towards the question of whether the shareholder yield approach works to select stocks in various sectors and industries. For those unfamiliar, we wrote a book on the broad shareholder yield topic almost a decade ago. It's free online if you go to mebfaber.com or cambriainvestments.com. As a reminder, at its core, shareholder yield is simply ranking stocks by how much cash flow a company is distributing via dividends and net stock buybacks. It's important to include the share issuance as well. Focusing on just dividends or buybacks alone can often miss the bigger picture for a stock. There are many variations on this theme. And we include valuation measures as well in our active strategies. Some additional factors can include debt paydown, quality metrics, et cetera, et cetera. Also, we didn't invent this idea. Many, many others have written at length on shareholder yield, including Priest, Griffin, O'Shaughnessy, Buffett, and many others. You can see the book for more details, as well as resources on the blog post in this Mebisode show note links at mebfaber.com. Check out the, the, the links. There's a ton of resources. The thing is, anyone can devise a backtest that looks good. The key is, will it perform well in the future? I once heard someone describe me as the king of backtests. I think this remark was supposed to be disparaging, but I took it as a compliment. I think you can get around most of the common mistakes when designing backtests with a few key criteria. Number one, does it pass the common sense smell test? Number two, is there ample theoretical, academic, or practitioner research that supports the concept? Three, does it work across time? in most markets, and after costs? Four, is it something I would want to put my own money into? The historical evidence for shareholder yield strategy to me seems overwhelming versus any market cap index or dividend income strategy we can find anywhere. After publication of the book, we launched a series of public strategies, now almost a decade old, that have performed great out of sample post-publication, not only in the United States, but also in foreign developed and emerging markets. Cool. So it would reason the strategy may work within sectors and industries too. So I got on the phone, rang up one of my very favorite quants, Jack Vogel, over at Alpha Architect, and asked if he could assist. I consider myself a quant light, whereas these guys are the real deal PhD heavy hitters. I posed my theory with hopes he'd help out, and after enough pestering, he finally did. So back to the miners. Did it work? Does it work? Here are the results. Drum roll. It works. Equal weighted returns for the mining industry were 6.79% per year, 
from 1974 to 2020. The high shareholder yield bucket, Jack tossed them into three fractiles, by the way, was 11.61% per year. Nice. The middle bucket was 6.77%, and the low bucket was 0.64%. The market cap weighted results confirm the outperformance as well. Side note, academics like to call this weighting value weight, which always confuses the heck out of me and everyone else as they think you're sorting on PE ratios or something. If you want to see a beautiful chart of the strategy as well as some tables, you can go to the blog for the show note links. Next question, does it work on other sectors and industries too? For the 12 main French Fama sectors, a high shareholder yield sort results in average outperformance of 2.91% over buy and hold. For market cap weight, the results are similar but lower at 2.22%. The best part, it works in all 12 sectors across the board. Awesome. If we go a little more granular, reduce it to 30 industries, surely it wouldn't work in one of those. Jack offered a warning here. As you move to smaller and smaller subsets, some of these groups would have had lower stock numbers five decades ago, by the way. But it's great to see. It turns out it works in all 30. The result was even more pronounced here, where we saw a 3.35% outperformance for equal weight and a 2.50% outperformance for market cap weighting. Anyways, nothing earth shattering here, but given the fact that most all investors do not use a shareholder yield methodology, we thought it would be useful to pass along the research, particularly now as the market seems to be rotating away from high price stocks to high quality value ones. As you think about ways to sort the stocks you buy, perhaps a common sense approach where you pick cash flowing companies that return the cash to shareholders might be a viable choice. Now, did I tell you guys about this new mining project I heard about up in British Columbia? Podcast listeners will post show notes to today's conversation at mebfaber.com forward slash podcast. If you love the show, if you hate it, shoot us feedback at themebfabershow.com. We love to read the reviews. Please review us on iTunes and subscribe to the show anywhere good podcasts are found. Thanks for listening, friends, and good investing. Good investing.